How's it going? What's up? It's a me, Rylan Mouse. I'll be your host this week. Uh, as for our guests, we got three of them today. Right, the scramble today. We have Riley P. Hi, everybody. Uh, how's your week been? Oh, pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Counting the down the days. Well, well, week will be over sometime. Uh, Mr. Igo, what? Week will be over will. sometime. What? Just counting down the days. Oh, to. Th- I'm to stupid. Thanksgiving. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Stupid. I just didn't understand. Well, I said. Anyways. How's your week, Ben? Week will be over sometime. That's right. <laughs> That's, it will be. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week, which means that we're on a short week, which means that there's two ways to view that. You either, like, enjoy that it's a short week, or you're like, I don't even want to be here for these two and a half days. It's true. Oh. oh. And we're back. My yeah. phone rang, so what? we answered the phone. Yeah, we had to answer the phone. Uh, where was I? I just introduced Mr. Igo. Yeah. Next is Abby Beggar here this week. Hello, Ryland. How are you? Good. How are you? How's your week been? I'm pretty good. The week is almost over. As you said, that we get out early tomorrow. That's nice. And we got Thanksgiving this weekend, so I got a lot of family coming home. Is that good or bad? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to elaborate because I know some of your family listens to this podcast. Hi, family. <laughs> <laughs> you can decide if you're you. good or bad. <laughs> all good things, all good all things. All good things, all good things. And then our just recent, our, rec- our recruit for today, we have Mr. Archdale. Well, thank you, Ryland, for inviting me. Wow. Welcome to Mr. Archdale. First time on the podcast. It's a big deal. Yeah. How's, yeah. Your, week, how's your week been? Tell us a little, about your, it, a little bit about week's yourself. Week's been great. Uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, Except I, that you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> well, today is Tuesday, so I was trying to think. Uh, no, uh, I had a productive day yesterday and, and a productive day today, and I stopped up here at the high school Tuesday afternoon to... Give a number of people a Thanksgiving greetings and well wishes. Uh, and now those are going out to our 35 listeners. Yeah, what's Whoa. up, everybody? Whoa. Kind of a big deal. Is my mic on? It, it is. Yes, oh, hey. It is. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but we also have to keep in mind that this could be going around the world. We do have a listener somewhere in Germany, so if you're out there, go find us on the Facebook and uh, comment. There's also one in, like, Bangladesh or something, but I think that's a spam one, uh, unless you're from Bangladesh. And then hit us up on the Facebook as well. Uh, try to translate it into English because I can't read Bangladesh. All right, Rylan, what's our, what's our topic today, my guy? All right, so... You know, it's almost Turkey Day, right? Mm, you know, sure. Don't read my don't read my script. It's very sorry, important. Rylan. Sorry. Uh, so, what do you guys eat normally for Turkey Day? <laughs> Stuffing. Huh? Stuffing. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Like what my whole meal usually was, and well, I was just like some your favorite thing. It. Generalize it. So, like we did the turkey when I was growing up, and there was five of us in that. Well. When we were in Texas, we would have big family Thanksgiving dinners at my grandpa's. So. There was five in my family, and then uncle brought another five, and then or aunt and uncle brought another five, and then the other aunt and uncle, they had five kids, so they brought seven people total. And there was so more. Five plus five is more. 17, and then that, that's 19 people. And then my dad is the youngest of his siblings by a pretty significant amount, uh, which meant that by the time like I was 12 or 13, a lot of my cousins started to have kids, so like... 
All of a sudden, we went from 19. There was like 30 kids. <laughs> and a three-bedroom house. And Were you like, on the kids' table, too? Uh, oh, I never got to leave the kids' table. <laughs> ever. Which I didn't mind because, like, the kids' table. No That's, one really... like, the most interesting table, though, is the no, kids' table. Exactly. And no one questioned you when you kept getting up and going to the dessert table. Like, all the adults are at the adult table. At the kid table, you can just keep getting up and getting more soda and getting more Desserts and uh, all about it. Olives on the fingers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I still do that. Eating, yeah, because usually by the time you got to go as a child, like I was a child growing up. I don't know if you guys do that. Oh, oh. I watched The Walking Dead. There, <laughs> there was sometimes the there wasn't dead. enough uh, utensils, so like you just start eating mashed potato. You start putting stuff on rolls. Oh yeah, turkey, mashed potatoes. I guess getting back to your original question though, uh, <laughs> turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy. Uh, I'm not a green bean casserole guy, but there's always green bean casseroles. Oh, Oh, don't worry. I defend that with my life. Love green beans, love casserole. Combine those two things. Can't do it. Uh, uh, yeah, you can. Rolls. I was always a big roll guy. Like homemade the, rolls. Oh, oh homemade grandma rolls. Grandma made some good homemade rolls back in the day. Mm. My grandma's rolls. I think grandmas just have a secret roll recipe that they all share with each other, or they have their own somehow, and it just got handed down. My family grandma has rolls. a very. Uh, Traditional spaghetti recipe that was passed down from generation Ryland generation. Spaghetti. Is, it, is it turkey, turkey spaghetti? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> turkey spaghetti. So I was going to say, did we talk for... about some spaghetti a couple podcasts ago? <laughs> yeah, we... yeah, Ryland's always about the spaghetti. <laughs> turkey. Okay, what do you? What, what's the dish that you like to eat every Thanksgiving, Mister Archdale? I enjoy turkey. Turkey? Yes, and I'd like to put in a plug for Fort Keel Research Station in Miles City, Montana. Please. Whenever you walk into the grocery store, look at the turkey in the coolers there and stop and think about the research that was done at the Fort Keel Research Station in Miles City, Montana. That is the reason we have domesticated turkeys at such a great number in the United States. They did 80% of the research, and uh, they finished it in Maryland. And that's the reason, if you want to check it out, you look at... Uh, do a Google search for Bates, Bates, Belts, Beltsville, Maryland. And nope. the turkey, it was called the Beltsville. So all your turkeys that are raised now are, they can trace their lineage back to Fort Keogh. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah. Think, no, but really think what that government investment did for generating revenue. And like, Montana's not known for turkeys by the general public, but like truly Fort Keogh and Miles City uh, is the reason why states like Minnesota are able to produce those that amount of game bird or of fowl birds and turkeys and uh, it's kind of a cool deal. So turkey Archdale, that's your go to? Yes. Turkey? I think turkey's pretty white I, white or dark meat? White. White. I'm dark meat really? I'd I like just, dark meat on like a sandwich, but if I'm just well, eating uh, if I'm just eating turkey at Thanksgiving, I want white meat. I don't know why, but, like, call me a little kid, but I just don't like the look of it. That's why I won't eat it. I just don't what? eat turkey during Thanksgiving. What? What? I don't. I like ham. I don't like turkey. Oh, it's too dry. Okay. Oh, you put well, gravy on it. But mentioning a dry turkey brings up the discussion, large turkey or small turkey. A smaller turkey is not so dry. A hint. Look at your... Uh, 
turkey that you're purchasing and buy a 12 to 14 pound hen instead of a 20 pound tom. And then you'll have nice, juicy turkey. Uh, a number of people are switch, switching to a prime rib. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, that, no. no. I, I never grew up. Well, we were poor. <laughs> so I did not grow up eating prime rib for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, for anything. Uh, in fact, for Christmas, which uh, we're not talking about Christmas, but I'm just letting you know, for Christmas, we have tamales and Mexican food because in Texas, that's what you do. Like that. Oh, so yeah. I. We have prime rib at Christmas. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I was eh, good for you for being rich or whatever. But <laughs> when I was a child own. growing up, we were poor, so we ate the big old turkeys that my mom bought months ago on special at <laughs> Sam's Club because that's what we went to. Ours is Costco. And we didn't have Costco's in Texas where I was growing up, so we had a uh, Sam's. When you Club. were a child. I was a child growing up. I think that's the fourth time we've said that. Let's see how many we can get in. So, Rylan, you're a prime rib kind of guy? No, ham. Oh, that's right, ham. Oh, you're a prime rib gal, Abby. Yeah, but I'll eat turkey and ham. Yeah. What did you say, Riley? Stuffy. Stuff. <laughs> I don't oh. need turkey. No, I, I eat turkey. Need... I eat turkey, but like I want my the favorite. bread. I, am a, I, am a, I do like a good stuff. So, do you guys like stuff? What's the uh, – it's not stuffing uh, – Dressing. Dressing. Yeah, dressing's the one that has all the turkey. Giblets. Giblets. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I'd, I'm out on this. One time, yeah. I went to my grandma's in Harlow's, and I didn't notice that she put, like, that stuff mm-hmm. in it. I saw her blending it, and I can't I can't eat it after oh. watching it. <laughs> it tastes good, but it's uh, there's a mental block for me there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I can't know that it's in there. Like, if it's like, in there, don't tell me. I, I well, agree. Well, we'll switch to mashed potatoes. Oh. The secret to mashed potatoes is butter and cream. Yes. Or half and half. But, yes. I'd mashed potato. I'd, so, if all I had to eat at Thanksgiving was a roll, turkey, and mashed potatoes, I'd be and some gravy. Like, I don't, need, I don't need cranberry sauce. I like stuffing. I don't need it. I don't need it. I just need that because I can put it on a roll. Rylan, you got to stop messing with that thing down Sorry. there. My bad. Uh, I bet. Uh, so I bet you're all wondering why I asked you that question, right? Yep. Yes, I am crazy. wondering. Because it's yeah. almost yes. Easter. <laughs> Close enough. Right. But it's Thanksgiving, as I've said several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, and I, right here, I have a list of the top five little uh, dishes in the U.S. for Turkey Day. The top five dishes Ooh. for Turkey Day. Are, are you going to let us guess? You can. Be my guess. Okay. Green bean casserole. I think number one would probably be Number one's got to be turkey. Is it side dishes or main dishes? Uh, Both. Oh. Oh, maybe turkey, then stuffing. Turkey's got to be on there, right? Correct. Turkey. Number one? Stuffing. Mashed potatoes. No, it's not. Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes got to be on there. That's on there. Okay. Is that number one? If you tell me cranberry sauce is on there, I'm going to throw your computer... (laughs) It's on there, isn't it? Okay, I'll just tell you the list now. Okay. Number one, stuffing. Let's go. Hey, stuffing's good. Stouffer stuffing from the yes. box. I can do that. I can do, like, homemade stuff, but I can do a Stouffer's homemade st- from the box. Remember, mm. were you in our culinary class last year? No. Oh, never mind. We made some 
pretty rank Bomb stuffing. Pretty rank? It was pretty rank. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> no, like good rank. Oh, not like the <laughs> oh sure. How was I supposed to know that? Good rank. <laughs> so you, uh, I thought maybe the stuffing was uh, had a little... Uh, Odiferous. <laughs> Mold? Mold? What? Odiferous means like odor. Oh, no, like it Anyways, was good. Stuffing. Oh, What's next, Rylan? Second, mashed potatoes. Okay, Ooh. mashed potatoes. You guys like garlic mashed potatoes? Oh, yes, please. Uh, Do you like chunky or creamy mashed potatoes? Creamy. 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 I like a little bit of chunky in my. Oh, I'm just like, potatoes. I like textures in my mouth. Like, I can't do certain really? textures. So. Oh, but I understand. Because with the chunky. Mashed potatoes, you know it's not instant. Right, you know there's actual That's potatoes true. in there, and it's not just like. Yeah. But also, like some instant potatoes, you tell the difference. Oh, for it does sure. not taste the same. For sure, that I agree. Okay. And number, I'm surprised no one said this. Number three is pumpkin pie. What was oh, number two? Oh, I like two, mashed potatoes. I can. Do, I like pumpkin pie. Okay. My mom might kill me. Sorry, mom. Uh, so when I was a child growing up, that's five, Abby. Um, <laughs> my mom made pumpkin pies every year. And then one year she made a pumpkin pie. We were living in San Marcos, uh, in, that's in central Texas. And she made, a pump, she made a couple pumpkin pies, I think. But she made one uh, for sure. And we start to eat it. And I'm, we're all going, oh, something's not right with this. Uh, and we get, we keep eating it. It has cool whip and we're like, this tastes terrible. And we didn't want to be mean. And then finally we're all just like, what is wrong with this pumpkin pie? She forgot to put sugar in that pumpkin pie. So it was uh, absolutely, my mom hates we, every Thanksgiving since then we've brought it up. I'm pretty sure one of these days she's going to go on a rampage. <laughs> one time I was like, when I was first coming here, we were, I was here for Thanksgiving with my little cousins. She's like two or three. We left her alone, like, for, like, not alone, but, like, sitting there on the table. Mm-hmm. She dug her fingers in every single pie. <sighs> That's how you ensure that you are the only one that eats those pies. That's pretty smart, actually. Yes, but, it, oh. like, I wasn't mad, but I just thought it was funny. Well, one Grandma time. Judy probably was. Oh, oh. I don't honestly remember, but I just remember my little cousin just. That's awesome. All one, right. One, one time I uh, doubled the amount of butter in the recipe. What did that do to it? It separated from <laughs> tremendous amount of smoke in the house. One time, <laughs> another culinary story. Anna kind of making pumpkin pie. Yeah, we forgot to put the pumpkin in. That sounds pretty rank. <laughs> that was the bad rank. <laughs> I'd sure. Like to, I'd like to direct a question to Mister Igo. Pecan pie. Oh, that is that, delicious. That's a Texas thing, uh, but. Uh, for those of you that are dedicated listeners, know that I hate pecans because every time we went to my grandma's oh. house, I had to pick up pecans for days on end, and yeah. I hate pecans. And it shows. Say you hate pecans ex- one more time. In the exact same tone, too. With, I hate pecans. I hate pecans because I when I was pecans. a child growing up, we had to pick up at pecans six. at six. But, Mr. Igo, you have to finish the story. What did you do with the pecans in Montana? Oh, so I had to pick up pecans off the ground with these picker-uppers, and we had to go to Grandma's garage, and we had to break open the outer shell, and then we had to go into the house, and then we had to shell the actual pecans out, and then we had to haul them in 50-pound sacks all the way back to Montana. Wow, he was a child growing up. That's right, that's seven. Uh, this is why 25 Mr. hours back, and like then uh, 
I don't know what what have I told you about him, Marshall? Because I've ranted about pecan so many dang because times. Your mother and dad gave him. Oh yeah, the sacks. She would get. They gave away bags of pecans to people because pecans are expensive if you buy them by the pound. So they would give away like half pound gallon bags or whatever of peca- candied pecans. Which <laughs> candied pecans are like whatever. Like I've never ate them because I hate pecans on principle. <laughs> and this is why Mister Echo is how he is today. It's, there's a lot of reasons. remember when he carried those large sacks of pecans to the car. <laughs> Just one, wait. one under each arm. Wait till I tell the story on the podcast one day about my mom duping me on off-brand cocoa puffs. Oh, oh you've already oh. told that one. You were mad. Oh, and peanut butter. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'll she tell used it again to take day. the off-brand um, cocoa puffs and put it in the real cocoa puffs, and you box. believed it, and you believed. I it. had no reason not to. My mom was infallible. She was perfect, and from that day on. She, she still is, but I love you. <laughs> Hashtag love you, mom. Thankful Does your for mom you. listen to this podcast? I don't know. I, I would think I would have heard about it now, all the stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rylan, what's number four? All right, don't kill me, but uh, next up is homemade cranberry sauce. Oh. Uh, well, that's the podcast this what do you week. Mean? <laughs> and number five is turkey. I can't stand cranberry sauce. Why? What's so, the story behind oh, that one? <laughs> So gross. What do you mean? <laughs> Nasty. My dad could likes you? the fake cranberries, like the jellied cranberries. Is like in the can? <laughs> I never knew what that was until literally like two years ago. Yeah, my dad I just didn't know what it was. Like we have to bring them even when we go to like family gatherings. I don't know who and in the cranberry lobby convinced people to eat cranberry <laughs> sauce during. We got, that, we got a sub out. We oh, got we got a sub out. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, Riley. Thanks for being on the podcast. It was just nice. remember, I've been to the cranberry research farm for the state of Washington. Ooh. I actually like cranberries. I just don't like cranberry sauce. I like cranberries too. But <laughs> anyways, like see you guys. Peace out, Riley. Thank Peace. you, Riley, for joining. Have a good one. Just slap the, slap the headphones on there. Mr. Jones might come here. We might have another sub in later on the podcast if you didn't hear me just oh, whisper. Oh, this creepily. is a special with lots oh, of guests today. It's Thanksgiving. Be grateful for the amount of guests is we he got. Not, is he coming before he goes to practice? I believe so. That's what I was mm. told. Okay. But, Okay. We got done with the list. I'm going to shift gears here. Shall we, shall we take What kind of car was that? It was the Ryland car. You take that to the shop. Let's take a step back, shall we? Okay. To the roots of Turkey Day. The roots. The roots. Back in the day. The history. In September 1620, a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying 102 passengers. An assortment of religious separatists seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith. Mm. And other individuals lured by the promise of prosperity and land ownership in the new world. And he has arrived! Well, we're getting another sub in here. Oh, Mr. Johns is here. We're in the middle of learning about history of Thanksgiving. We just learned that the uh, pilgrims left Plymouth, England. With 102 passengers. Plymouth, England? Yes. Yep. We're going is, back. Is that why it's called Plymouth Rock? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're learning stuff today. Hey, it's true. I, I, fun fact about that one, actually. I was like, I was like, are you sure it's Plymouth, England? I'm pretty sure it was Plymouth Rock. And then I searched it up. Where did Thanksgiving Mayweather leave from? It's Plymouth, England. Wasn't there a couple of ships that came with it? Yes. Yes. And they had to turn back? The one but, did. Yes. Speedwell. But. Huh. My aunt, uh, my aunt. 
She like did Ancestry.com and our ancestors are supposed to come over like with that boat. Oh, oh so you're a Mayflower descendant. I, I guess so. <laughs> I'm about as So you're like an OG American. OG American. <laughs> Holy cow. I wouldn't say yeah. that. I'm not that <laughs> of enough. <laughs> I did not know you had that much influence, Ryland, where you could get a descendant of the Mayflower to join us. In this podcast. That's me, all right. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that's a direct descendant of the Mayflower. Neither have I, but now I know I have. (laughs) There you go. But... I, they were on the boat that I suppose that turned around though. So comes, well, all of those got back. Comes they got back like eventually. He but comes no, in here and just there. starts trying to brag about how cool he is. Yeah. <laughs> Have I mentioned the Grizzlies won? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I'm going to mute your mic. <laughs> After a treacherous and uncomfortable crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of their intended destination, at the mouth of the Hudson River. One month later, the Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay, where the pilgrims, as they are now commonly known, began the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. Did you know Thanksgiving means the act of giving thanks? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little fun fact there before we continue. Thanks. 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 Uh, I was a child growing up, by the way. It's That's in eight. November sixteen twenty one. After the Pilgrims' first corn harvest proved successful, Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of the fledglings, colonies, Native American allies, including the Wampanoag chief Mesoit, now remembered as Americans' first Thanksgiving. Although the Pilgrims themselves may not have used the time, the term at this time. Festival lasted for three days, and that was the story of the first Thanksgiving. All right, Archdale. So what's that? Archdale, Mr. Archdale is a historian in a lot of ways, and uh, he used to teach here and be the librarian. He has soaked up so much knowledge. How uh, uh, American-fied is that story that Ryland just told us based on, uh, like, Oh, the yeah. interaction with the Native Americans that were already there and uh, the way that we were taught how <laughs> Thanksgiving happened in elementary school is not really close to actually how those interactions happened with those Native American tribes. So, like, what's the what's the story on Archdale from what you understand from history? Is that close? Yeah, uh, number one, we need to be very thankful that the natives were there to greet us. And uh, the interesting f- note, one of the many interesting notes, I would say, was that there was a native that was, he said to the pilgrims as they stepped onto the shore, welcome to him, or welcome. And he'd been captured. And uh, he'd spent two or three years, or a number of years in England, uh, and somehow he managed to return to, to his homeland. And so it was, to say the least, it was very beneficial to the colonists to have someone there to uh, help with the uh, explaining to them what was... I was wondering how the translation happened between the, the tribes and those pilgrims. So there was there was someone who had been captured and then had managed to make it back to America. Yeah. I believe that is. I believe the common name for him is uh, probably mis. I'll probably mispronounce it. Whoa! Well, it is Samosoit. 
Okay. Oh, okay. I've seen that name before. Yep. Okay. But, uh, you know, basically uh, that first winter, uh, the pilgrims lived off the harvest of the the natives there. What tribe was that, Ryland? The the Wampanoag. Sorry about out there. Wampanoag. Wampanoag? Wampage. W or yes, W A M, Wamapog. <laughs> it's spelled W A M P N P A N O A G. Sorry for Wampanoag or something. Or sorry for any Wampanoags yeah, I, I, out there listening. Yeah, I don't I, we're know not trying to... to be insensitive to cultural things. Uh, just that's an interesting story. Uh, the way that we were taught in elementary school is not truly how those interactions happen. And I don't know that you should be telling a five-year-old maybe uh, some of the incredibly terrible things that happened. But the first Thanksgiving is something that actually happened because those those two, the pilgrims and uh, the native nation, did help each other during those times, and the native nation helped the pilgrims a lot more than the pilgrims probably. Although they did bring some practices to them and some seeds and things, right? Right. Did they bring potatoes to them? Was that how? Or there was something about some of the crops that they brought from England that we were, or cultivation practices or something. Maybe it was knowledge and tools. I can't remember. I would say knowledge and tools. Because uh, corn is uh, one of, it's originally from North America. Potatoes are from South America. Yeah. Uh, Even tomatoes. Yeah, I can't remember what the – maybe we shouldn't talk about things that we're not certain about. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyways, good story on Thanksgiving, Ryland. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, intermission time. Okay. What do you guys do for Thanksgiving traditionally? Do you, like, travel? Do you go somewhere? Do you, like, do you celebrate at a certain person's house? Or what do you do? I uh, – both my families live, like, within 30 miles. Um, so – when my, it's my dad's side this year, so we're going out to the farm for the weekend. Um, but when it's my mom's side, um, all of our relatives from that side come to our house because we have a bigger house than my grandparents. So we don't ever have to travel really for holidays. Well, just wait till you move one day because then you have to travel for holidays. Yeah. Uh, growing up, we used to travel to grandpa and grandma's house a couple hours away. And then when we moved to Montana, we stopped traveling. We just, I mean, because it wasn't worth driving 25 hours to go for Thanksgiving because we knew we were going for Christmas. And now that I live on my own six hours away from my parents, uh, sometimes I'll drive back. But, like, this year I'm not driving back because I've been traveling for two months. I'm going to go to uh, one of the teachers here. I'm going to go to her house and have Thanksgiving with her family. So I can give thanks anywhere, not just with my own family. Anywhere. 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 So? Uh, for Thanksgiving, I like to go put on a top hat, get my old scatter gun, and then just go shoot a big old turkey and plop it and down, defeather it. No, uh, I, I was like, what? You use a top hat to go hunting? You to legally like have pilgrim. to. <laughs> Come on here, guy. Yeah. You're telling the story. Yeah, but they had like sideburns. I'm just saying. You can't. I have you... terrible sideburns too. Uh, no, I... I Last year I traveled home. Uh, this year I don't think I will. Just probably spend it with the Risings. Huh. Yeah. Basically, my Thanksgivings have been spent in Miles City. Uh, let me see. 
I can remember one that I was not in Miles City. Two. Was it two? Maybe two. That's a lot of Thanksgivings in Miles City, Mr. Archdale. Yes, it is. That's good. Well, that's that's kind of cool. At least four. At least four, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rylan, what do you do? Well, so we don't do it anymore, but we used to go down to Rapid City, you know? Mm. And they had, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Have you heard of Watiki Water Park? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's fun place. If you guys have, if any of you have ever been there. You know what I think you. of when I think Thanksgiving? Water uh, Park. You know what? <laughs> the prices are cheap during Thanksgiving. And it's an indoor water park. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. It was, it's, it's not, it's nice there. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. It was well, really good. At that water park, we know it's above 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> At least the water's not frozen. But, okay. Now, I'm sure you're all wondering, why did I ask you that? Rylan, why did you ask us that? Thank you. Okay. So, around the world, there are many different, you know, cultures and different ways they celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm, no way. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, so right here, I've got a couple of I've got a couple of other countries who celebrate Thanksgiving differently than us. Mm-hmm. First up is Canada. It may surprise you to learn that Canada's first Thanksgiving celebration was actually predates America's by more than forty years. Did you guys know that forty years? I did not know that. I was surprised to learn. Thank that. you for that, that knowledge. Was it in Montreal then? In I'll get. I. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he has that. We'll see. In 1578, an expedition led by the English navigator Martin Frobisher held a ceremony in what is now Nunavut, giving thanks for the safety of their fleet. This Nunavut, is, isn't it? None of it. None of it. I'll have none of it. Excuse me. This is considered the first ever Thanksgiving celebration in North America. Though, in fact, First Nations, the indigenous peoples of Canada and Native Americans had been holding harvest festivals long before Europeans arrived. Loyalists who moved to Canada during the Revolutionary War War introduced Turkey along with some other customs from the American Thanksgiving. You guys know that? I did not know that. And and the only thing I know about Canadian Thanksgiving is they celebrate in October. What's wrong with October? It's Halloween time. Yeah. Come on, Riley. I want to give thanks. Yeah. I want candy. I will give thanks for the candy that I get on Halloween. They probably don't celebrate Halloween there. <laughs> actually, an American holiday. Actually, I, I think I, I think being true. I think I know this one. I think it's called like. Oh, I heard this somewhere. It was it's, Is it Day of the Dead. Yeah, no, no. It's called the Walking Dead. That's a movie. It's called the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. She's right, but no. Uh, I don't remember. I I don't know. I I whatever. Okay. Number two. Number another, two. Another country. Japan. Uh, that is another country. Yeah. Wow. That's not that. even on this continent. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's crazy. When did the pilgrims get there? <gasps> they didn't. Oh. Because it's different celebrations. Why didn't they just use the Panama Canal? <laughs> Japan's variation of Thanksgiving. Keen. Excuse me. <clears throat> Kinro Kensha no he. Labor Thanksgiving. Sorry, I missed that. What was that? (laughs) Uh, To any of our Japanese listeners out there, I'm really sorry about my pronunciation. Kinro Kansha Nohi, Labor Thanksgiving Day, evolved from an ancient rice harvest festival. (sighs) 
Nina Masai, the roots of which go back as far as the 7th century AD during the Meiji era, 18, 1868 through 1912. The date of the festival was set as November 23rd and has remained the same since then. The modern tradition of labor Thanksgiving Day began in 1948, just three years after World War II ended as a celebration of the rights of Japan's workers. Today, the public observes it as a national holiday, but with none of the huge feasting you'll see on the American holiday. What's the point of a holiday if you're not going to feast? Well, you see. Just celebrate. Take a day off. Yeah. Give thanks. Well, that's not, that's, no. So, Mr. Archdale, when did Japan, Concrete. like, open their borders, like, when America Whoa. showed up and, like, got what? Japan to not be isolated like they were? That's in the 1800s. Yeah, so that kind of is when that, like, the official, like, labor right. deal. Oh, well, I'm trying to think of the American sailor. What was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, was it Admiral Perry? Yeah, and something like that. Only thing yeah. I know about sailing is Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. And Magellan went all the way around but died in the Hey, you know, you, know, you know something about Christopher Columbus? He was a kid growing up. What was your guys' <laughs> favorite Thanksgiving movie? <laughs> what? Say that one more time. So, what? swift transition. Charlie Brown. Uh, you don't say. Ow! <laughs> There's a table there. Uh, uh my What's, favorite Thanksgiving movie? Yeah. The Are there a lot of them? Yeah, there are plenty. Like what? Free Birds, Charlie Brown. Okay, Charlie Brown. Uh, he says two. <laughs> what is Free Birds? It's that animated turkey movie, isn't it? Is it like a, a Thanksgiving version of Chicken Run? I don't know. Charlie Brown. I think Charlie Brown Thanksgiving one's pretty... Pretty legendary. Pretty I don't know Thanksgiving-y. any other. Thanksgiving-y. Yeah. I watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What a movie. <laughs> hmm. uh, there actually are not. There are definitely some <laughs> movies. Yeah. Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, there's Grumpy, Grumpy Old, old Men. There's the Turkey Bowl. Give thanks. Oh, this mm-hmm. one's actually a really good one. Which one? Son-in-law. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's it's uh the guy who like it's the it's it, I, I'm trying to think of his name. Is he from? Is the plot of the story coming from California? In yeah, Disney? yeah, they come back from college and it, like to a very small town well, in and Iowa. It's like her like I, like RA comes with her. For those of you who are <laughs> obvious, for most of you who are audio listeners, this uh, the guy reading this is smiling like a madman after reading. I, that. No, I'm just trying to think of the main actors, and oh, as soon as I say his name, Polly Shore. Yeah, no. it is a Polly Shore movie, and it's so funny because he really pits. Puts on oh. as he knows oh. nothing of agricultural yeah. life. You would like it. Yeah. Suggest it. Especially mm. when he gets in the combine to harvest <laughs> the corn. I don't uh. know if this is the wrong people, but The Breakfast Club? <laughs> oh, great Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, nothing like Saturday <laughs> detention here in Thanksgiving. All right, let's move on. Okay, what's what do you guys consider them? These are not, I should just say this. These aren't Thanksgiving questions. These are just questions for you guys all right we're hitting the end of the podcast is that what I you're telling me all yeah. right just a couple more questions what do you consider the most difficult food to eat nachos not no uh pomegranate because you got to break that sucker open and it's all tiny little seeds with a little bit of like pomegranates are terrible if you ever try to eat a real pomegranate for uh nachos are up there That's nachos yeah are up there. they're um, just messy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Chicken wings. Yeah. Chicken like wings, chili cheese fried. All oh, chicken wings. <laughs> now, this isn't coffee. saying that I hate them because ribs are amazing, but they are difficult they to are eat. They are difficult to eat. That's the reason they give you a bib. Yeah, well, I don't get a bib when we're eating at my own household. So you <laughs> just you're just kind of there munch. They know you. Down. They know you. They they you know. We don't have to worry about embarrassing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's crab. Just, that's another one. Oh, oh, oh dude. Crab oh. can be a pain when it's not crab. Crab, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh okay. And then We'll we'll just we'll do one more question. Uh, what do you consider to be the smartest thing you've ever done in your life so far? Nothing. All right. <laughs> uh, you wanted me to end on that, didn't you? Uh, oh boy. You tried to force that in. The you? smartest thing I've done, yeah, is in this podcast. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, come find us on Spotify wherever you listen to podcasts. Honestly, I'm sure we'll be there. Bye. Woo.